Welcome to another episode of the DPHA Drip, brought to you by the Decorative Plumbing and Hardware Association, where we offer open dialogue and connection to elevate the community of kitchen and bath industry professionals. Welcome to another episode of the DPHA Drip. In this episode, I talk to my friends John Goslin and Christine Miskinis, where we talk about marketing strategies. Each of them have unique personalities that are magnetic in their own way, which yields for them to have synergy as they help showrooms across the country achieve new heights through marketing. Join me in the conversation and don't forget to visit www.dpha.net to learn how the DPHA can be a resource to you. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is Phil from uh, San Francisco. I'm coming to you uh, with John Goslin and Christine Miskinis. What a pair these two are. And uh, John is currently in Boston, Massachusetts. Christine is in New Jersey. And I'm excited to be here with them today to talk about marketing strategies. John uh, has, has his own business. Uh, he's the CEO of showroommarketing.com. And uh, Christine has her own business, uh, and she speaks all around the all around the uh, United States, around the world. Christine, or just you keep it local? Yeah. No, around the world, absolutely. Yeah. Power Rock of media. Rocket out, woman! And I had just uh, heard a little bit about what she does, and 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 I think what she does uh, sounds like what she does is very powerful, and it's amazing, and uh, likes to empower other people around her, and so. With that, uh, I'd like to introduce uh, John, who is a personal friend of mine, and and uh, we've gotten to know each other over the years uh, at, at the DPHA events and at LPG. Uh, so, John, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, showroommarketing.com. Yeah, so we've uh, I was doing some local speaking engagements many, many years ago, and a gentleman named Michael Batista was in the crowd, uh, and he's the owner of Monique's Bath Showroom. And I didn't really know much about uh, decorative plumbing in the industry, although my, my grandfather had a plumbing business, a uh, pretty successful one back in the day. But I, I, shockingly, I never thought I'd ever pick up all the pipes you do and all the wrenches you do, Phil, <laughs> on a daily basis. So yeah. I kind of came to the door as a tech person. Uh, and uh, basically, I did a speaking engagement. And right after that, I, I, I met my now business partner, Austin, who... Uh, basically was very versed in paid media such as Google ads and, and Facebook ads and so that kind of stuff was just becoming trendy about eight years ago and uh, Austin and I got together I said hey man I need some need some help with this particular account and uh, since then uh, if you see Michael he'll always joke and say hey I put you guys on the map you know kind of amongst guys and, and I you know I always have to say yes Mike you put us on the map but uh, really do owe a debt of gratitude to Mike because he stayed patient with us as we learned uh, how people search the internet to find a decorative showroom uh, and what we have put together for what is now the showroom marketing method uh, has thousands of phone calls and form fill outs and orders and location clicks on Google for for independent showrooms all across the country and so uh, yes, we we are going to talk about some marketing strategies, but but uh, business development is definitely our jam. And, and the difference there is, you know, how does marketing metrics and all the th- all the data, right? All we get inundated with data piles and data sets, and you got to have data. And so, how do how do the, how does that data effortlessly and systematically lead to more revenue? And so that's what we've kind of put on our Rubik's cube over the last eight years. And, and now we work with uh, dozens of showrooms and counting and are part of all the buying groups and, uh, you know, associations and, and doing really cool things like this. So uh, we're excited for a pretty cool podcast here, Phil. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for being here and uh, excited to learn more about that. And definitely not in my vocabulary and, and skill set of Rubik's cube and tech stuff. So hopefully you can kind of bring it all down for us. John's. Well, all we can, the pressure's on Christine so that here. That's what she's us, doing here. <laughs> all us normal people can understand it. Uh, Christine, please uh, mm-hmm. tell us about your journey and uh, uh, what you do and, and, and what you'll be talking with us about today. 
Awesome. Thank you, Phil. Yeah. So I think, you know, coming from John to me, um, I'm definitely more of the artist and the expressive woman and person in the company, in my own business. Um, and that originated from having actually pre-cancer in my throat, in my esophagus, almost losing my voice in my 20s and um, learning how to take better care of myself and how to have a voice. And so I spent my whole life in theater, on TV, reading Rainbow, Dr. Oz, MTV, all that fun stuff. So I've used media as well, but I've always been the leading lady at the front, you know, in front of the camera, in front of the stage and wanting to give back and really wanting to make it more about community and creating that and having an impact. And so I found my way to media in those places. And what was most exciting to me was really being authentic. And that's something, you know, authentic, heart-centered, being able to communicate, being able to have an impact, being memorable, having a brand, knowing the importance of what that is really about for your business. And so that's where this beautiful blend has come together and where I can see that, especially for you know, small or family-owned businesses, how women have also been behind the scenes. And in today's day and age, we've got to be on camera. We've got to be communicating. We've got to share our voices. And the most important way to do that is to be yourself. So there are you know, certain rhythms and emotional bandwidth, as John would say, or mastery to have as a woman and to be able to have that level of magnetism and charisma be really memorable and have a message that people will remember because you care so much and it actually shows up in every facet of your business. And so it's not just about, you know, money and success and all of that. It's really about caring about people. And that's why I said yes to being part of showroom marketing is because we really care about the people and those businesses. And so, I mean, what a great story. And so both you guys kind of uh, found each other and, and, and blended together in what John kind of already started bringing each each of you uh, bringing your own skill set. Um, tell me how or tell us how 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 that's working and and what are some of uh, John's skills and Christine's skills? Um, do you guys talk about that all the time? And and what's the what's the process like for you know combining those skill sets? And what have you guys identified and utilized? Yeah, I guess I'll just set the stage here because because what's nice about having Christine. Uh, kind of look upon what we've been doing is it truly is kind of an outsider's perspective right somebody who wasn't born you know raised into a business that's in the decorative plumbing world or the design and build world uh, or a fabrication and installation type of business right or fill your business a service-based business with kind of a obviously what at one point was probably a satellite showroom but it is no longer that you'd, you'd probably reach out from san fran and slap me <laughs> through the computer uh, if i said yeah you don't have a satellite showroom uh, uh, we're but, still we're still a shoebox but we we've 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 you know extended our reach a little bit but yeah yeah and so what's nice is christine has an expert's opinion on uh, you know, not necessarily our industry, which she's learned quite nicely and seamlessly, but also how to take that flair and how to take that individuality of people who are uh, in charge of making decisions or who are the voice of the company, right? Who go to the Chamber of Commerce meetings, perhaps, or go to the Builder Association meetings, or go to uh, NARI meetings, right? Or the NKBA chapter meetings and uh, all the things that, that we've, you know, BNI perhaps on just a general networking, right? All the things that, that have existed. I'm a huge advocate of those things. I'm a former Rotarian of the year. Uh, I love the Rotary Club. Most people don't even know what it's about. And that's shame on them because the Rotary Club's incredible. And so there's all these uh, channels of business development that existed that, that no one knows how to give life in today's times. And so uh, what what we have done is, is that's where I started my career uh, and on the internet. I was more of a creative dude, but I had no idea how to develop a website and how to code. I kind of patched work stuff, but I figured with a business of, you know, the sizes of people in the DPHA and, and, you know, that the smaller scale side of the DPHA now, you know, we're working with companies like ProSource, 
you know, who has five locations and uh, what was formerly Simon Supply, right? Now they they just got bought out by Wind Supply. I don't know if a lot of people know that yet or acquired by whatever. Yeah. Um, and Fairly so new. all the way down to, you know, companies like yours, Phil, you're not a client of ours, but but businesses of your size and, and, and one-stop shops, right? And so uh, we have put a recipe intact that uh, does again falls under the showroom marketing method. But you know we have we have spent and invested the last eight years to figure out you know all of the spaces and places on uh, something that we created called our monopolize your marketplace game board. It's basically monopoly with all of the most relevant spaces and places for a design and build business, and particularly a kitchen and bath showroom, right? Whether you do the construction side or not, or you're just a fixture shop, doesn't really matter. And so we know the best ways to navigate that. Uh, and, and one of the things that's fun having Christine on board is she's going to be able to make it more exciting about how to become the big fish, right, in your market's online ocean. Uh, and it's, it's really cool. It's really fun. And, and we've spent about eight years now just tinkering and zigging and zagging and testing different things as marketers do in the, the marketing lab, right? You put the put the glasses on, the coat on, and we all kind of remember the Smurfs, Gargamel, right? Was always working on potions and stuff. And so we've uh, we've come up with a recipe that works in every market USA for finding the top 100 terms that people search for, right? What do people look for to find a decorative showroom? Right to find a fabrication and install business, uh, to 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 find all the different relative businesses that make up the umbrella of the DPH industry, and now what's fun is with the addition of Christine to our team, uh, she's gonna she's gonna not be as long-winded as I am, and and uh, probably more on point, but <laughs> but also gonna help with the playfulness factor. You know, this is. I always used to say the Rams, Roms, bits and bites. It's it's not very fun for non-techies. They're intimidated, right? Uh, I still don't know how to go into a coffee shop, let's just say Starbucks, and order the seven zillion combinations. I'm overwhelmed, so I keep it real simple. And I've been ordering the same thing for for like five, seven years now because I don't know how to order anything else. And that's that's kind of how the technology game is. Unfortunately, you can't stay out of the game for much longer. You're just going to be trounced and so uh not to leave it on kind of a uh, a hostile side for christine to pick up on but christine you've you've learned a lot about this industry from being in various showrooms i really love how you teed it up and and how do you find how do you find yourself fitting in what what feels right with you now that you've been in this game for about six months or so now and i've been doing what you're doing for for 30 years yeah, I love I love the style. I love the communication. I love the behavior of the people. And that is everything that is a brand. And so a brand is the collection of associations that people have about a product or a business. And people have personalities. And I think everyone listening today can totally agree with all the different personalities we have here. There's three of us, we're some big personalities. And businesses have brands. And so your brand helps define and determine how people feel about your business and how they describe it to others. And then we have this whole thing with being online. And so your brand should be consistent everywhere, everywhere your customers interact with your business. And that's physical location, it's online presence, like websites and all of that, because they really start to want to purchase from you when they believe in you, when they know your family, when they know your work ethics. And that's something that, you know, I would say is true across, across the board, as well as with showroom marketing. It's why I've said yes, because so much of the systemized, you know, methods of it, I didn't understand, but everything is clear and tracked. And it just makes sense in a world that's so complicated with so many distractions. How beautiful is it that these people that are already part of the companies and the businesses, especially the women who are in the background, you know, doing the work right alongside the men. And it's like just featuring the people, whether they be male or female, who want to be in the front, who want to be the leading role for that company, for that business. Um, and it, it does add the fun factor. And so like, you know, everyone wants to stand out. We see it. So many things. So social media, all this, every, you know, want to do that. 
But how can you be that in your business and be effective? How do we make that work for us really is the conversation. And so if we have the system, the systems that break it down, right, then where do we, um, where do we step up to play a bigger game now? Because yes, 2020 totally has shaken us and, and isolated us in many ways. And so how do we now bring this community back, this family you know, where you do have the spokesperson, the leading person, the person in front of the camera. What are they saying? What are you sharing? What makes you unique? Why do I want to come to your showroom? Why do I want to speak to you? Why do I want to purchase from you? And so now if you have a system that, you know, John and the company has really perfected, it's like you funnel everybody to the room today's to make the purchases and it's like it just makes such sense as well as it's a lot of fun because you don't have to be the one figuring it out it's all done for you <laughs> i appreciate that uh, <laughs> uh, well uh, so it kind of sounds like it sounds like john you have the tech background and you have everything all laid out as far as like internet strategies and online marketing strategies and Christine sort of has that personal touch. She knows how to connect with people one-on-one -on -one or in person and, and at events or in group or public speaking. And, and so it's kind of, and, and she brings that artistic side. Whereas, whereas John, it might seem like you kind of maybe more analytical where you have everything systematic to make sense for everybody. And then Christine kind of adds that flair that makes it a little more magnetic. Is that, yeah, so I, I never I never thought of myself as the beige guy in this colorful world we live in, but uh, <laughs> I've had to assume that role a little, Phil. I, I mean, you've known me for a couple of years, and yeah. and uh, I, I definitely when I when I saw Christine's talents, I just said, man, this is a no brainer. Uh, she's already, you know, super modest. Let's be real. Uh, Christine has uh, sung the national anthem at Yankee Stadium, right? Uh, you don't get that opportunity by being shy and meeky. Um, she's been on Dr. Oz. She's been, um, you know, since she was a young kid, always had that stickiness about her in terms of uh, people look up to her. And, and more importantly, uh, what she has done also is built com a community of thousands of on the move women, mostly, uh, who really are, are looking to hit the reinvent themselves button. Some of them who may be uh, of a certain age and they're saying, hey, I got plenty of life left in me, but I just need to know what to do next, right? Or that mom who's coming off of raising children, right? We all, we all know that's a part of life, right? Someone's got to do that work. And uh, what I can say, at least I know, Phil, you're in a bigger city. Uh, I'm in Boston. Christine's not too far from New York City. And, you know, Red Bank, New Jersey is not too far. That's a that's a uh, that's a pretty people place to say the least, and I say that with all respect because uh, that's what life's about, right? Uh, is 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 evolving into what you what you truly want to be, and so it doesn't matter of an age. But Christine's built a community of what would you say close to ten thousand, Christine, and some of your Facebook groups and, yeah. and all your different channels, and uh, that the engagement that's the key. It's one thing to have vanity metrics, and and this goes hand in hand with. What Austin, my business partner, uh, Austin's, I don't want to leave him out of this because he's, he's really, I thought, I thought Austin, I, I, you know, I've realized I'm, I'm, I'm a dime a dozen around here between Christine and Austin, but uh, Austin is probably the smartest guy in the decorative plumbing industry. Uh, I'll put him toe to toe with anybody at the big box companies, you know, uh, at any of the big manufacturers, right? At any of these big corporate conglomerates that are acquiring a lot of these independents. I don't want to name anybody because I'm not, it's not about that. What it's about is, uh, you know how they have that skit on Saturday Night Live with uh, Christopher Walken, you need more cowbell? Uh, <laughs> well, well, we're going to make a shirt. You need more Pike Man. Austin Pike is uh, the Pike Man. And, and he would never do that. But that's kind of the point is it's having fun. And if you watch any Shark Tank episode, Mark Cuban will be the first one to say, who is running the background of your business? Who's the tech guru? And Austin sees over a million and a half searches a month in decorative plumbing searches, right? Uh, those searches fall into four buckets. So if you're looking for some writer downer tips listening to this, 
here's here's what you need to know from from our side from what we have seen work for many many years for hundreds of thousands of inquiries this is not just eyeballs falling onto a website if someone's tripping into your website and they, i just happen to stumble across it that's cool but that can't be your your strategy that that has scalability and measurability and predictability uh so austin knows that people are looking for a showroom near me right they type that in bath showroom near me uh bathroom store near me uh, kitchen design center near me google puts that modifier on and i can tell you firsthand because uh, a gentleman on our team who used to work with us mark when he was learning the industry i said hey Look at these 27,000 phone calls, form fill outs, inquiries on Google directions. Tell me where they came from. 92% of them came from Google. Organic, paid, business. So if you're thinking blanketing the first page of Google is something that you're just going to leave to other people, you're going to be mistaken because that is market share that you need to control. And so what I'm giving you here are the four dimensions of how to win with search engine that first dimension and we have a blog on our on our website showroommarketing.com just go into the blog uh just click into it you'll see it but um it's it's all it's it really is the it's the blueprint it's the playbook that we use and what we do it's the baseline subscription right it's not the 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 guru or the ninja techniques and all that other silly stuff people talk about on the internet it's not really our bag but at the end of the day if you're looking to win more inquiries and more sales you don't have to have e-commerce right a lot of people have wish list technology on their site right there's some great companies in our industry that do that some people do have e-commerce enabled and set up they do have it on their website uh but you don't have to have that that's one caveat that i would want to say uh, is you don't have to have that but what you do need to do is have a mechanism that catches phone calls form fill outs orders uh all that good stuff and so First thing they look for is showroom near me. Second thing is all the product categories, right? Could be anything from a farmhouse sink to a soaking tub to just bath vanities, kitchen faucets, right? Obviously, categories lead into brands. There's hundreds of them, right? Some brand new. Some have been around forever. They're kind of blue chip, if you would. And then the final thing is you need to know how to show up for your competitors' searches, so if someone's looking for a Ferguson, if someone's looking for uh, an independent owned showroom, how do you pattern interrupt that searcher and get them to come your way? And so we have really mastered that uh, over the last eight years. And, and our goal at our company is to have more than 50% market share in the top 100 terms in the top 100 markets in America. And we're, we're further towards goal complete than at starting point let's put it that way and so we know we know what's up we know where the revenue is generated that's the key uh to what christine was saying i, I agree the branding and the personalization is it's the next tier and that's what's going to help accelerate the conversion friendliness of everything but you have to know what to do to get people who are really fogging up mirrors who are really looking at computers not just robot generated searchers that come to your website right there's too much technology to try to break down that. You just have to know what works best, right? The 20% of the strategies that get you 80% of the revenue and the inquiries and the market share controlling. Uh, and so uh, Austin's done that at our team and, and runs a hell of a back end. Uh, like I said, I would put him toe to toe with anybody. And more importantly, uh, we're willing to show that upfront. Uh, when we go to the DPHA conference, we're gonna have something called the market analysis report that's gonna show every single dealer and any manufacturer listening, we can tell you in every single state how many searches your brand is showing up for, uh, what the breakdown of that looks like, right? If you're a rep and you want to be more valuable for your showrooms, I don't know. You can't stay asleep on this anymore, right? You literally will be under a rock if you don't learn how to help them. Uh, and, I, and I'll give you an example of how this is happening in real life. I went to a trade show the other uh, couple weeks ago for construction general like construction but if you're not helping whether it's through creative deliverables right brochures and little mini websites or creating proposals or that's what every company's trying to figure out how can i at least be of value with a technology side to our dealer downlines right and there's a uh, there's a company i i believe 
it's actually formerly Harvey Harvey and in, Harvey Industries, right? I don't know if you have that on the West Coast, Phil, but in, mm-hmm. in Mass, that's a huge company. They just got bought out by somebody, and they actually have an in-house creative marketing team that they don't charge anything for, so that their best clients, these builders, can get brochures, can get different business cards. They don't know how to do any of that stuff. They are Fred Flintstone in the Jetsons era. They're they're totally out of it, and so. Uh, if you're a rep or if you're a manufacturer, these showrooms want your support and you don't know what to do. We're here to help you with that because, again, 20% of all the stuff that you can do, you got to pick the right 20% because 80% doesn't work, right? The mo- as well as the 20% that does. Uh, you got to know what that is. And so we already have proven that from the analytical side, from the data driven side. And Christine's helping with the, uh, with, with the with the creative throughput of that right and she's she's really been a liaison for several folks christine i think a story would be wonderful you went to a company that was in the chicago land area right woman owned woman led 17 female employees one male the owner the owner's husband great guy right really got his stuff together former advertising exec so he had all this geeky stuff down pat however what did you experience when you came and did some video shooting and just the whole thing? I, this is really a tell-all for where the industry's at. Very yeah. successful company, by the way. Oh, very successful company, and a lot of the you know a lot of the women are younger and um, they haven't been speaking up, being on camera, get, you know, being featured in any way. So we had one of the marketing directors there, and we put her on camera, and it was a beautiful, amazing experience. Experience to be able to like and roll like that and step forward. And it feels like, you know, in, in these businesses, everyone's kind of waiting for someone to be that person. And they get that it can be a very powerful experience for everyone. So not only was she able to do that with me and I supported her in being that and speaking and being confident and having a product, having something that they could put on their, you know, on their website and share with us, similar to what we're doing here with a podcast, except we know that video converts so much better. So if you have these beautiful people that are around and, you know, attractive is one thing, but also invested in the business, in the family, and you start sharing those stories and getting these women on the camera, it's just phenomenal what can happen for that business. And so not only that, but it's also like this paying it forward. So if we're talking about a family run business, this asset. So the younger people that are coming in the generation today is all about video and media and film. And so we've got to keep up in the top with the times here and really assist in, okay, let's make this a well-rounded, expressive, you know, a company, a business, a family that stands for something. And there's so many different facets, ways you can take this. I, I take my own business, Rock It Out Woman, and I've done Rock Your Voice Woman events in New York City. I asked Marianne Williamson to be on the stage with me. She said yes. We funneled money overseas to women in Nicaragua who were single mothers to help build their homes and they had money from the government. And so it's just really about what are you standing for and how are you sharing that with others so that you're memorable and effective. So Christine, how do you guide someone or, you know, let's say a family owned company through that process? What's, what's the introduction? And let's say, I mean, if you're to, I would say maybe the best case say, how do you get someone that's so deep inside their shell to do exactly what you say? What's, what's that whole process like for you? And give us a couple examples. Sure. Well, I mean, the first thing is everyone cares about something. There's always a reason why. There's a reason why I started my business. There's a reason, you know, I even have the gifts and the talents and the strengths that I do. Everyone has that. So now you don't necessarily need to be a performer in order to be featured. And so the heart, getting to the heart of the message, the heart of the matter, everyone has that. You don't have to be special to have that. But that is what makes you special. 
So it's just very interesting. So my first thing is always to talk to the people. Why did you start this company? Why did your father start the company? What was this about? What was it, you know, what is your specific, unique niche or your specialty or something that you love? Is it people coming into the showroom? Is it um, the way that it's run simplistically? Is it like, what is the brand message? And then also what is the brand voice, which goes along with your story? And so stories are what sell, right? Facts tell, stories sell. So if you can put this, whether it be on a website or, you know, online or in your communication, if you can add this, this is what makes you memorable. And this is why people want to purchase and they want to come back again and again, not specifically just for the product, but, you know, when they walk out or they have it in their home, that has a story behind it. So like my event now has a story behind it. Um, your, the showrooms can have a story. And so they live on. It's passed on from generation to generation. And it, keep, it might even take on a different personality, a different angle with that. And so that's where, I mean, it's already there. So the first part is really to get to the heart of the matter. It's almost like the mission statement, which I believe most people in business have a mission statement. And it's really what you stand for. And then it's why do you stand? Okay, so you know you stand for this, right? I stand for voice of women and getting their voice is out there. It's like, why? Why do you stand for that, Christine? Because when I was younger, I didn't have those role models. And that wasn't represented out there to me. You know, a lot of the women were alongside of men, or they didn't have the same rights that we have today. And I saw that. And so I think that that applies right now so much so because we look at social media and John and I were talking about like, it's not really effective social media because you don't own your audience where you do with an email list or you do with Google, you know, where you can put money there and you can funnel people to the website. You don't have that same thing, but look at like everyone now wants to be featured in some, in some way, shape or form on, on social media. Even now LinkedIn has stories and videos and audios. It's just the way of the times. So when you assist people who are already in the companies who are leading the way, when you can get to the heart of who they really are and just a simplistic message, they can talk about that for days. They can talk about their grandfather, their father, why they do what they do. And then you capture that and you can make a product or you can just put it out there. So it keeps living on and on. And that really is something that is valuable. So let's say, have you ever, have you ever, let's say, you know, started this process with somebody and you ask them, you say, well, what's your why? And they tell you, they say, have you ever had someone say, well, I don't know, or I've never thought of that about that. How do you help them find their why? Or, you know, have you ever had to like even rewind backward and say, okay, well, you know, now we got to start from scratch and, and see what your, what your why is and, and. Why is it that you're uh, that you're going through this journey and what your passion is? Absolutely. So most of it I have. So I was also a New York City public school teacher and I have training in, you know, milestones, psychology, all that fun stuff. And John kind of laughs and has fun with that as well, too, as in business. Right. It's very yeah. effective. <laughs> and so if someone doesn't know, I would ask them about their childhood. I would ask them about things that they were excited about, interests that they had, because those are inner passions. And a lot of times those can be squelched or shut down in our society. And Phil, I love that you asked this question because we are at the cutting edge right now of innovation. We are looking for, I mean, that's part of like the design and the home. Look at how things are changing and shifting and the style and eating as people. And so now if we can go back to someone who says, well, I don't really know, then I would ask them, what is it? What was your dream as a child? Why did you love that? For me, it was always being on camera. And we had these big, huge cameras and my stepdad would stand there like with this big thing and everybody be like, go ahead, Christine, go in front of the camera. And they, it was entertainment for me. And it was natural and it was easy. And I wanted to do it to help people. So that was always interesting too. I loved like being on PBS. I loved the education of it. And I know that a lot of families have these kind of values, but they haven't gotten the chance to actually share with others in the industry. How do you do that? Why are you so different? 
you know, what has really been the thing that's really moved the needle, pushed the needle forward for you? And so when we can share that, then we all become more creative, more innovative, and and it's changing. Design is changing. All this industry is changing. And I think that's why John is like, you know, absolutely. Like I'm inviting a woman in who is flamboyant, who is more charismatic, who wants to help other people because it's time to come to life, to bring all this stuff to life, imagination, design, style, stories, heart-centered, unity, you know, um, the variety of, of the work is just so beautiful. It's something that's called to me. And so I, I just see the truth in everyone. I have a really good way of listening and of getting right to the root of what has often been your life's purpose. And so however you choose to utilize that or express that is up to you, but it doesn't ever really leave you. So it's always there. So even if you say, Phil, like, I don't know, I'd be like, okay, let's talk. Because yeah, I can figure it out. Grab our shovels and let's let's dig it out. So, so. so just a quick just a quick uh, an add on to that. Uh, mm -hmm. Great question, Phil. Like to, per Christine's comment, but I can tell you firsthand, based on the data in Google Analytics, right? Uh, remember, we see over 1.5 million web visitors on our clients. On some of our, we work with you know some of the biggest technology players in. Uh, all of design built uh, are our clients. They bring us on to run the back end to crunch the data. And I can tell you that uh, I know there's several, several platforms out there that say, hey, product data is everything. Well, that's it. It's valuable to have that, right? It's valuable to have a drag and drop uh, quote creator, right? Or a proposal maker. It's valuable to be able to uh, have. Uh, pictures of products and all that but across the board on literally at least 80 percent of the sites we see the pages that get the most eyeballs are about us meet the team our story uh specific landing pages for the locations that you have right so for example uh again i'll just use pro source uh Jennifer, you can thank me later. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, Jennifer Lopez is a huge, huge, huge person in the industry. She's super committed to it. So, uh, you know, we, we rebuilt their website uh, about a year ago now in October. Uh, launched it I thought we there. were talking to Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> a different one. Okay. <laughs> a different well, one. Well, yes. Uh, the, plumbing, the plumbing Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. um, well, we'll have to put them together and see what see what they got, right? Okay. Uh, nonetheless, um, yeah. So what's she had? We had said Jennifer, we're going to make location pages for each of your five locations, right? Well, those are three of those are of the in the top five pages every month with hundreds of views, and so the the across the board, uh, people will say they, oh my God, I saw you on the website, how great. This is you. I can't believe it. Yay. Right. Especially if you're in a video. Uh, it happens all the time. Uh, are you really the person in that video? I can't believe I'm talking to you. Like and the first line I ever heard Christine say uh, on anything I, when I first met her, I met her on the Internet. I saw her stuff. I saw her work and I said, wow, this, she's talented. But one of the comments she made in the first video I ever saw of her, she said, everybody is a celebrity. And so at the local level. Right. And, and it's because of the media choices. It's because of uh, the different everybody has their own uh, broadcast networks. It is true. We don't own anything. Right. We've seen everything. Talk to the young hipsters. Right. The Logan Pauls pulled off a goal, and, you know, from up to Dr. Mercola. Right, Christine. I know you've he was instrumental in your health journey, but he's pulled all of his content off the Web because it's going to get censored anyways. And so this isn't about all of that. The point is you got to put stuff out there because when people see it, they want to know that your company is high tech, right? So you're on the web, you have a decent website. It doesn't matter the bells and whistles to a full degree. What matters, honestly, the, the two things that matter most, are you tracking phone calls? When somebody goes to your website and calls you, do you know where that person called you from, who they are, right? 
Do you have the call recorded? If you think it's creep factor 27.0, it's not. Every other call you make now, especially to a business, we're recording this call for call for quality control purposes. That what you also get with that is who they are, take you from, right? A recording of that call for CRM purposes. And then more importantly, if if somebody does that from an ad, you know what keyword they went to the web searching for before your ad showed up in front of them. They picked up the phone and called you. You can do the same thing with form fillouts. You can do the same thing with live chat bot submissions. You can do the same thing with appointments made on a calendar that lives on a showroom's website, right? And the second thing is what are people doing when they move around your website? How deep do they scroll? What do they want? I can tell you firsthand that a website with a welcome video, it doesn't matter if uh, you think you have a body for radio, haha, right? <laughs> um, or if you, if you didn't do your eyelash extensions that day, people don't care that much. What they care about, and I always joke around when I speak, I have a lisp. I don't care if somebody calls me on it. I really don't. Right. I'm fine with it. Do I want it to show up all the time? No, it's very subtle. It, it's gotten better, but I'm being vulnerable right now. I'm, I'm big cat out of the bag. Well, not really. But the point is, everybody has something right. Uh, Phil, you were talking earlier about about you being Mr. Animated. Right. Ha ha. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. we all yeah, have something, but nobody cares. What they care most about is that you're putting yourself out there. And in many times they appreciate if it's not polished. They're like, that was that was pretty cool. That wasn't like Hollywood production level video. The camera bounced that. Yeah. But you know what? I feel very confident going to that place. If that's your jam at your company, fine. Right. Uh, don't be the person that has to change the font style on your website 13 times before you launch the site because you're afraid to have success with it. That person exists. That persona exists, right? Just put it out there. Uh, first video I ever did, a cat jumped into my arms. I don't know what to do <laughs> years and years ago, but, you know, and I don't even like cats. That was probably why I was horrified. But, you know, fact of the matter is put it out there. But websites that have a video, we can see how many people. I literally am looking right now and and in in a couple years – the, the website on Monique's, the, the video on Monique's homepage has been viewed over 4,000 times. We know exactly what town people watch from. Again, it's just what a business needs to know. And more importantly, when you employ some of the things Christine covered and uh, on showroommarketing.com, we, we have a tab called, uh, called what we do. And go on. It's a con is our content library. The first two things are uh, a, a basically a marketing optimization scorecard. What do you need to have in your mix? And a sales optimization scorecard. Do you display optimally on all screens? Do you have an about us page? Do you have a community service page? Right. Uh, it's so easy. You give the money, they come for the money. Why not create a, a PR story about it? Right. My son. I, I, if anybody's maximized this, I'm going to have to say it's and done really well with it. It's been me and our company because there are showrooms in the DPHA and LPG and Forte and all the groups that donate to my son, uh, individuals, Heidi at ProSource, out of her way, out of her own pocket, donated to my son last year because he did a food drive for COVID for his town. He raised over 1500 bucks and fed over 400 families since he was six. He has raised over basically right around $25,000. Zach's just turned 15. And the number one sponsor for all of those events was Monique's Bath Showroom and Ace at Bravo Business Media. So that stuff matters. And so do you do anything in the community? Are you part of associations, right? We were all, we're, this is what this is for. Do you have your phone number at the top of your website? You'd be surprised how many people don't. And if you have one location, that's easy. If you have five or six or 10 or 20 locations, we'll figure out how to route that. Do you have a video? Do you have testimonials with faces, right? It's cool to use something like customer lobby or guild quality or whatever, but those are all just text widgets and every, they just post to all of your channels and there's no face of someone with a profile. So why is that more believable than 
uh, let's say somebody recommending Phil at at Lutz Plumbing and in the showroom, uh, you know, I'm not sure the names of all the entities, but mm-hmm. uh, what a great guy! And you see that it's Janice from you know somewhere in Mill Valley or whatever, uh, and and you see her face and house file and her, her Google file, and if it's somebody on Yelp that they've made five other Yelp reviews, it's not just a a bitter ex-employee trying to get back in you with a bad review, right? And more importantly, reply to the reviews. You have the, that's your call. It's not what happens to you. It's not what happens to you. It's what are you going to do about it, right? Do you have a live chat bot? Do you have the social media icons? If you have the icons, why not have the widget, right? If you have more than three house reviews on your profile page, you can have one of those widgets. You know how people have the Instagram. It looks like a kind of a slot machine. It just keeps rolling out your newest post or your Facebook post or, uh, you know, you're, you can do the same thing for your house widgets that way. Uh, and, and more importantly, there's so much here. But uh, what I would say is you've got to be high tech, but being high touch is the way to win people. That, that's nice. They have a lot of products. Yeah, that person is what did it for me. That vibe that they have. Uh, we're not at the size of businesses where uh, your personal brand doesn't matter. It absolutely does. Right. And, and if it's not you and maybe you're not as uh, out in front and center as the three of us are, right. Maybe you're, maybe you're a second or third generation and, and, or maybe you're more introverted in nature and, and that's okay. There's, there's plenty of ways to, to love yourself up and, and, and put yourself on surround sound and, and be heard. But again, nothing, is better than people in the community saying that is a high impact performer that you have to go talk to. It's the greatest feeling in the world to get that phone call or that email from somebody, right? Or that social media message, but it's, it's just as good to say it about somebody. And, and that's what I love about DPHA and, and you doing this, Phil, is it's that, you know, you just want to highlight people who want to make our industry better. Uh, there's definitely things on the move that are happening right now. And I know, uh, showroom marketing and and Christine both uh, working uh, autonomously in her business, but also in conjunction with us, we have major plans for this year, and uh, we're just we're pumped to have so many live events and speaking engagements. Uh, for anybody looking to take a deeper dive with some of the stuff Christine said, I know Phil, you're going to be doing a follow up. Uh, I may or may not sit in on that, but but I I know the industry has never met somebody as polished as Christine is at maximizing media and message and more importantly monetizing the marketability of it all and the cool part is is she's kind of the leader of a band of our band in many ways and in certain certain perspectives but she has a fulfillment company of 20 people right that's that's what show marketing is it's not it's no longer you know me and austin at a starbucks like it was on day one or two you know we've had the we've had the office on the water in boston that's just it's okay right but but i didn't start a business to be to be encapsulated by four walls every day so so we've learned the remote lifestyle covid what everybody did during covid we've been doing for years and so it's it's a lot of fun to to build a, a company that can go on the move right christine you've been to a handful of showrooms with me right in south florida and chicago uh you're going in austin when we go there you're going to be seeing some people uh we're going out to san diego and and going to be talking to some people there and and the networking that's there it's it's what it's all about so it's it truly is about being high tech and high touch and and being being okay to make some mistakes that aren't gonna cost you everything this is not high risk stuff it's just putting one foot in front of the other, letting people lead you. Uh, you know, for, for us, we do a complimentary video for folks. Uh, I can look at their website and, and do an analysis of, of things that they specifically have, whether they have a web designer or whether Uncle Joe or Aunt Matilda did it, right, <laughs> 25 years ago. Uh, it doesn't really matter who built it or what, or if you have somebody in the house that understands it, you got to leverage because there's never been a better time to be an independent business when compared to what the big box companies are doing. They make a lot of mistakes, those big box companies. We outmarket them in a ton of markets because they don't care. They don't have the boutique nature to them. They don't have the personnel sets 
the people that work with them, you know, they're looking to dot the I's and cross the T's and cash money. They don't necessarily care about uh, the tedious details and the meticulous nature that that we do in the boutique world. Uh, and so that's why you got to get this stuff down. And so we're just excited to help folks. And uh, Phil, I think this is great. I, I know you've been trying to roll this out for a while. And uh, Christine is the voiceover on this. And uh, it's time to put a uh, put a perspective with the uh, with the, with the voice to the to the intro and outro <laughs> to this. But uh, I think it's been great. Yeah, she's uh, she's become world famous for that for that uh, intro. So thank you for that. And uh, Christine, why don't you uh, leave us with what are some takeaways that you two can you know kind of leave with our listeners and you know just some bullet points and uh, based on your experiences. Yeah, I would say that you know for any company, any business, any family. Um, it's really about communication and it comes down to how effective you are with your communication and also, you know, getting outside of your own family and um, know that being in the industry, seeing the people that has really just seeing the heart and how so much of this has started for so many people and how, They've personalized a lot of it, and that's what makes it different for me. Um, you know, traveling and just learning about it and seeing how heart-centered you are and how that impacts your business. And then just knowing that, look, you have a story, you have a mission, you have a purpose, and featuring that and selecting, you know, possibly someone to be that person, um, to be the spokesperson, uh, allowing women to be more spoken and participate more. We know that in companies where women are participants, the companies do better. I mean, it's just, there's lots of statistics on that. And maybe Phil and I will talk about that another time. But it's really like, so what can we do? And that's where, you know, John can talk about more uh, businesses and actually what works. Well, very cool. And I'm uh, definitely excited to see you both in Austin for our annual conference this year. And we'll definitely have to do a follow up sometime um, to do a deeper dive into the specifics. And I know we kind of just kind of scratched the surface with a lot of the general market strategies and your experiences, but there's always more to talk about and there's always more to learn. Uh, you guys are definitely very dynamic and I can see how uh, each of your skill sets plays into the success of showroommarketing.com. So uh, for our listeners, if you guys want to learn more, uh, we've said it enough, but please visit showroommarketing.com uh, and see what John and Christine are all about and what they could do for your business. And uh, uh, guys, thank you so much for your time today and for sharing uh, your knowledge and your experiences with us. Um, we're definitely in gratitude to you and uh, hope to talk more soon and see you guys in Austin. Yeah, likewise. And if you haven't gotten to Austin and set your plans, get there because it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be exhibiting. We'll be doing some cool things. And uh, there'll be a lot more footage than than maybe everybody anticipated coming from there, I have a feeling. So uh, <laughs> thanks for everything. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.